Hey, everybody, and welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lamontang from Mackey Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and Dustin joins us as always. How are you doing today? Good, Bryn. How's yourself? Fine, thank you. Hey, we, we have to talk about the drug industry because this is a big one, especially now as we go through the pandemic and everybody's looking at different things. And where do you want to start on the drug industry? Well, I, I think it's... Uh... It's an industry that uh, I've I've had some money in for for a long time. Um, l- largely, people don't think about it in Canada because we have a, a publicly funded uh, healthcare system. But there's some very good um, investment opportunities, uh, especially south of the border, um, uh, Euro- European uh, European zone for for some of these companies. Uh, I won't get into specific companies, but. Uh, the drug industry is, is huge, and, and ma- mainly it's made up of uh, large integrated um, global players like Pfizer and, uh, well, you, you might be f- familiar with Pfizer and AstraZeneca because oh, they're yeah. rolling up the COVID-19 vaccines, right? Um, but then there's the other side of the the uh, industry, which is more on the research side, which is commonly referred to as biotech. Um, so, uh, r- really, from a risk perspective, if if you're talking, you know, large blue chip, your Pfizer's, your Astra- AstraZeneca, uh, Merck, uh, Glaxo, companies like that that pay really nice dividends and, and are just uh, conservative, um, big, big industry players, Johnson and Johnson. Um, you don't have a, a lot of long-term risk if you hold those. Of course, any stock's going to fluctuate, but um, good good profits, solid balance sheets, um, good long-term investments. And then you've got the other uh, side of the spectrum, which is you know extremely high risk on the biotech side of the industry, where the survival rate is about one in a thousand. Um, so if you have a thousand startup companies, uh, you might get one company which uh, produces a viable um, drug which becomes commercialized. Uh, and and t- typically, a lot of money goes into the biotech side and, and, and gets lost, but the, the one winner makes up for it because these drugs can, you know, become blockbusters. You can have five, five to $10 billion in sale of a drug for a 20-year period. So, uh, for instance, when Pfizer uh, uh, patented Viagra, they got that patent for 20 years, and I think they sold $100 billion worth of Viagra. So, when you look at the, uh, the, the long-term outcome of the initial capital investment, it can be hugely profitable, um, which is why the major companies are always looking at these junior sectors, and they're looking for companies to buy with, with good uh, potentials. So, in in the drug industry, you, you've got these established players and, and on the research side, the biotechs, the biotechs have the, the drugs, they, they get them into these, these phase studies. So you might have seen with the, uh, with the COVID-19 vaccines that the companies were going into phase three trials, um, although rather expedited, it usually takes uh, anywhere from five to 10 years for, for a drug to get from, uh, you know, the the initial um, organic phase to actually approval, right? Um, it, it's quite quite spectacular to see some of these uh, vaccine approvals within nine months. I mean, does, uh, does that make it tougher or easier to kind of? I'm trying to find the right way to word this because it's going at such an incredible pace. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? As an investor, do you like that? Well. 
in, in, in terms of um, the, the COVID-19, uh, I haven't really uh, put any money to work in, in terms of uh, the b- buying companies based on their vaccine approval. Okay. I, I think Moderna, which, which uh, was one of the first out of the gate with a vaccine, is probably going to be a one-hit wonder. Um, and as more and more companies, it doesn't seem like this is a, an awfully hard vaccine to, to develop. In fact, there's just uh, most recently a company at Edmonton has announced that they've they've had some good uh, results with their trial. So, uh, once you start getting you know five, six, seven versions of the same vaccine, the market's going to be flooded, and there's mm-hmm. probably not a lot of profit other than this initial phase where you've got seven billion people need to get jabbed. So, uh, from that perspective, uh, I, I more look at the diversified uh, companies, the larger players. Probably my favorite over the years has been Johnson and Johnson, but more and more, I'm I'm looking towards either funds or or iShares or or iShares just like a basket of drug stocks that you can buy on the market um, to play this sector, because one of the things that uh, you know creeps up in terms of risk is you can have. Uh, lawsuits emerge uh, from maybe a side effect that wasn't anticipated when the drug first got approved. So Johnson Johnson's going through uh, a series of lawsuits right now over um, baby powder of all things. Um, You know, certain, uh, certain segments that have used it have uh, are are claiming that the powder has uh, caused uh, various forms of cancer. So, and, and more on the, the feminine side. So, uh, if you're looking at those type of risks, they're, they're very real and very apparent. So rather than put money into one company, I've just sort of been covering my bases and buying the sector as a whole, um, either through a fund or, or a subset. Um, but the, 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 uh, the investment, uh, you can't deny the appeal of the investments from a demographics perspective. Like, Bryn, if you look at our population right now today, we've got about 15% of the population is over 65. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, that's putting strains on our healthcare system. Well, by 2030, 25% of the Canadian population is going to be over 65. So the, I, I think our, our healthcare system is, is woefully under, underprepared for what's coming down the pipeline in terms of the amount of uh, service that uh, older folks are going to need from the system. Uh, and and from, from everything and all the research I'm doing is, is that um, much more capital has to go into our, our healthcare system. So uh, if, if I if I look just at Canada as a little microcosm in healthcare, I'm, I'm looking at the US and going, wow, 330 million people um, and, and a for-profit healthcare system, what an investment opportunity in the next decade because the demographics are really aligning um, you know, you couldn't you couldn't have a, a better script to be investment script to be written than the uh, the healthcare industry right now, and specifically the uh, the drug and pharma care. I'll probably do some future podcasts on some other areas of the healthcare that I find uh, attractive, but this one area is, is so large. I just wanted to focus on it a little bit. So, so the the door is open a crack for great opportunity, even though there's some stress coming, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, I think what's going on here with this pandemic is a little unusual, of course. You, mm-hmm. You're not going to have these stresses on the system. But um, just just from a aging perspective, the baby boomers have only started. Uh, and baby boomers is, is that post-war um, 
the post-war uh, population bulge. If you look at Europe and North America, uh, they've only started to begin to use the healthcare system. The next decade is going to be uh, a huge growth area. Um, you know, things like artificial hips, uh, drugs, of course, which we we talked about, uh, medical equipment. So uh, it's, it's just going to be a burgeoning area and pharmaceuticals is going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to want my clients to have as much exposure within reason uh, and risk to this sector as, as possible going forward. And people can reach out and talk to you about some of the opportunities coming and how do they get a hold of you? What's the phone number? Uh, you can give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729 or uh, by email, give me an email at uh, dlamontang at mackeyresearch.com. And you can, of course, check out the website, which is mackeyresearch.com, as you point out. Uh, it's a fascinating topic. I'm sure you're going to get a few calls on it. Thanks for your time today. Great, as always. Thanks, friend. All right. Thanks for listening to Making Sense. Have yourself a great day.